Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Disney Plus uh, hit Broadway musical in the Zeitz. <laughs> that is courtesy of one Johnny Davis. Mm. Uh, I'm Jack. That's Miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're talking about the Sixers. Uh huh. I'm actually surprisingly okay with it. The thing that always bothers me about basketball is how like meaningless and like arbitrary the losses seem sometimes. And this one, like heading into the series, I was like, well, the reason they would lose this series is because Ben Simmons is very limited offensively, which makes their team very easy to game plan against in a seven game series. And like you, can't be easy to game plan against in a seven game series because good coaches will try like 20 different things to beat you. And then doc rivers doesn't make a lot of adjustments when somebody else, when the opposing coach makes an adjustment, uh, he is known for not uh, making his own adjustments. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. The formula is too rigid. The formula is too rigid. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I think this is what had to happen for the franchise. Um, but I'm, I am, I feel like I'm going to root for Trey to keep bawling out of his mind because, you know, my philosophy has always been like root for, uh, whatever team my dad is working for, uh, mm-hmm. which was the Sixers up until this season. Other than that, my main interest in the NBA is like seeing people who do shit that like you've never seen before. And that's why I loved LeBron. Uh, that's why I love Trey. That's why I'm interested to see what he does against these bucks. Yeah. Um, so the new, his new series, Eat Trey Love, coming out. <laughs> really good. So many good Trey, Ice Trey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But tonight, uh, there is no NBA for the first time in a while. That is what that is what's trending, other than people tweeting funny things about Doc Rivers <laughs> from the hangover from the Sixers series. I actually I have to read this one. That was really funny. Jason C at Network said it's like the end of The Shining, only it's Doc Rivers and all the old pictures of playoff collapses. Uh, and I feel like that's been <laughs> Melissa Stetton had a, a for last week's guest, uh, Melissa Stetton had a similar thing where she was like, it was Doc the whole time. Um, <laughs> it was, that's it. We freed ourselves. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, I'm, I'm excited for the Clippers fans, man. They, they needed this. And this team is exciting, especially... You know, if there's always a chance Kawhi comes back, we don't know. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. Let's talk about uh, National Selfie Day, because that <laughs> day is what it is. Um, you like to aim a camera at your own face, yeah. uh, and you know, just celebrate your facial existence. This is the day for you. <laughs> your facial um, and spatial I mean, who, existence. A lot of people say, like, you know, Paris Hilton, she always claims that she created the selfie um in like what like 15 years ago when she took a picture with Britney Spears I don't obviously you know there have there's a long documented history of people with cameras before the advent of camera phones taking pictures of themselves in a mirror and things like that but hey you know what Paris go off uh you 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 created it inventor of the selfie uh although that will be disputed in court but yeah Get yourself. Ah, yeah. When you when you Google invention of selfie, there are mm-hmm. like three pictures. There's uh, uh, two like black and white ones, uh, like t- 
Teddy like Roosevelt. There's like a Japanese one I know like was like an OG one uh, of like this Japanese couple taking a selfie like in the, you know, early 20th century. Right. But Paris Hilton is the one that comes up first in the in the Im- Google image searches. Um, you know. And, people, and most often. Yeah. People from, it's, it's true, people from the early 20th century are terrible at SEO. So they don't know how to get <laughs> right. right. So, yeah. It's also funny when you look at the old selfie picture, someone actually took a picture of the picture being taken and they're like holding just this massive, I mean, it's like the size of, you know, a pillow camera that they're like <laughs> holding out with one hand, presumably like quaking. Yeah. Uh, producer Brian asked the question that I think is always in the back of my mind when it's national anything days, who keeps making these bullshit ass national days. Usually it's a brand that benefits from it, but yeah, for this, I'm not sure what brand benefits from selfies other than maybe Paris Hilton. Maybe it's I think uh, in that, started and by like, big you Paris. Can, you can like submit stuff too. Like if you get enough people, like it's not, it's not that hard. Um, I mean, also like when somebody claims that it's national anything day, does it actually have to be that? Like are, who yeah. is there a board that is declaring it, it so? I think I think in this country we're very impressed with making things a national day. Yeah. That we forget things like, you know, like Joe Biden can make Juneteenth a national holiday without doing any of the harder work. You right. Know, it's like, oh, we love a holiday. We love a holiday. But with that, it's like the Congress voted, uh, federal yeah. employees get off work and that like whereas with National Selfie Day, I hope Congress didn't vote on that shit. Like, I'm sure <laughs> they're debating it right now. Joe Manchin is holding out. <laughs> this is what's wrong with Kit. Could you imagine those old ass people? <laughs> oh um, my god. Fucking hearing like, yeah. Oh, Chuck Schumer. I think, yeah. I think Paris Hilton is like when you hear Paris Hilton interviewed, um, she's very thoughtful a lot of yeah. the time. Uh she's you know, the the story of how I guess there's a documentary that I haven't seen, but I wrote about it once in the past or edited uh, something about it in the past where like the idea, like when you look at her career, it's like she was basically assaulted by a dude by like who released a video of them having sex and then like Mm -hmm. turned that into this big like PR wave and like just managed to uh, stay relevant and famous for a long time. Um, you know, if anybody, like a lot of people are like, she doesn't have any skills, but like she managed to make herself famous without really having like, I mean, say what you want about her acting career. I thought she was really good in House of Wax, but. Uh, or Repo, a lot of the people, genetic opera. Her, let's yeah. Let's not forget. Classics. Um, she, tell you what, she took an L to Miles Gray at Privilege Nightclub in 2006. Okay. Yeah. What, what happened? She, she asked you to dance and oh. you said. I've told I've probably t- I think I've told this story on maybe like Daniel Van Kirk's podcast, but uh, yeah, I was at a nightclub in the VIP because that's where my wow. was in 06 in LA. Holler at your boy! But she was tried to kick me out of the section, and I I basically puffed my chest up. I'm like, no, nah, I'm here. Like I'm 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 staying here. It's like, well, you need to get out of this booth. I'm like, well, then you need to talk to this bigger celebrity who I've glommed onto to be here. And uh, after a little bit of you know, back and forth and being like, you're a fucking asshole. I'm like, well, you nobody. Look, I'm sitting here and you can't do shit. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. This, this, this was like fucking Chug Miles. 
is after the MTV music, like some MTV awards shit back then. Uh, and she had to move. And I was like, and I was, I was literally like thumbing my nose at her. After. Okay. Like, because I felt like, cause at the time I was, that was my one moment where I was like, I have defeated the, the celebrity industrial complex to drink gray goose. Uh, that is at room temperature. And was, do you talk about what, who the bigger celebrity friend of yours Christina was? Christina Aguilera. Right. So I, I wonder if she had a, uh, theory of the game that like the, any room was only big enough for one blonde celebrity because mm. they, I've heard her be very antagonistic towards other blonde women. She, what well, my friend who was an actress, uh, was at this after party uh, after a stage play she was in and she was a tall blonde woman and Paris Hilton singled her out and started throwing ice at her um, oh. <laughs> from across the room, which is like very antagonistic behavior. Um, but then you also hear from people that she's very, very nice. Yeah, she's I mean, I've had, uh, you know, when I left my last job, there were people who were like working with her pretty closely and they were always like, yo, she is the kindest, most generous person I've ever worked right. with. Like, oh shit. Okay. Get down. And I think we're in different phases. Like Paris Hilton of 2006 is not the same as 2020 Paris Hilton as right. miles from 2006 is absolutely not the same person as 2021 miles, but yeah, we're growing the growth. Uh, let's talk Otani. I'm just going to read directly from, stats. so Dan Treaky. Uh, tweeted the following. Shohei Otani. Tuesday, home run. Wednesday, home run. Thursday, six innings pitched. Uh, one earned run, five strikeouts, gets the W. Friday, two home runs. Oh Saturday, home run. Sunday, home run. <laughs> like, yo, what? So this is oh, hey. uh, the first two-way player in baseball in a long time. Uh, and is just continuing to be unbelievable. And he's going to be in the home run derby. I mean, he's be in the let's home run derby. fucking go. I'm yeah. oh, please. I was I was watching Japanese news um cuz whenever we got a player in the majors, like they will they will fucking inter- like half of a news broadcast will just be talking about like Ichiro or whoever was out at the time or like uh Matsui Hideki or whatever. And right now they were showing him at um at Coors Field or wherever the Rockies play. And this been like, and doing all this like science breakdown about why him going to the upper decks over there is like really something else, and how like obviously like the air thinner, but where he's hitting it is even further. And they're like, oh, we love Shohei, and I'm like, I love that we get this version of Shohei coverage in Japan, but like on the news being very serious. But it's all like a fun ESPN segment, right? Mountain golf, man. Yeah. Don't don't let Shohei play mountain golf against your pitchers and Showmania, man. Yeah, yeah. No time. Uh, all right, let's uh, take a quick break and we'll come back and talk Disneyland and the Olympics. And we're back and Disneyland has opened back up for the most part. And there, there's analysis from uh, the hippies up San Francisco way <laughs> that says it's too expensive. Uh, why do they hate capitalism, Miles? Explain. Yeah, I don't know what it is. But, like, here's the deal. They they were doing a little bit of an analysis on their own, doing a poll for different readers and also asking, like, their incomes. And they realized... This is the San Francisco Observer? Or? This is SFGate. Uh, SFGate. Yeah. Saying, you know, 
people with income less than seventy five thousand um, are most likely to visit Disney parks, while people with income over one hundred fifty thousand are the least likely to visit. Um, and they say, "quote Those who said they earned between fifty thousand seventy four thousand were seemingly the most eager to visit. Um, those who earned say they earned between twenty five and fifty said they were the second largest group to say they consider visiting a Disneyland park or Disney park." So when you think about that and you look at the prices, you're like, they're pricing out the people who actually want to go to the park uh, because you look at the rates that things cost, like whether it's a $200 ticket right now uh, to go to like for, for Disneyland or an $800, like the standard room at the Grand Californian Hotel is $800. Their food prices are going up. They're like, this is, this isn't. I don't know what they're trying to do, but apparently like in a quarterly earnings call, they, the CEO of Disney did say they were going to take a more aggressive financial strategy, which I guess means like gouging the fuck out of people uh, or just leveraging their desperation to go to the park to be like, well, it's going to cost a lot more now. That's, that's wild. Um, yeah. The, is Disney world cheaper than Disneyland? Because it has like more like Disneyland, I, it makes sense to me because they only they have such limited like rides and space, and still mm-hmm. people like go there. So like maybe that's where it's coming from. But it's just aggressive and crappy, at Disney World regardless. at the one sixty three is the cheapest hotel you can get on the Disney property. There, the same night in in California, four sixty three. Wow. So it's, yeah, it's just like a lot of, I think they're just trying to figure out how they're making up for a lot of lost revenue and seeing what they can get away with going for it. But I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of wild. Cause even I'm like, I don't fuck with it. I mean, 200 bucks, like that's a lot of other things. Yeah. I think it's, it also feels especially cruel because there are people like if you have kids, I feel like not taking them to Disneyland if you live nearby or if you're traveling there is almost like not, you know, it's not like an option for a lot of Mm -hmm. people. And then there's also the people whose entire lifestyle is like Disney and Disneyland. So it's like not really an option for them. So that's probably why they realize they can do this. It's just cruel, (laughs) but they're because it's because they took the financial hit of the pandemic. They're going to, you know, claw that money back any way they can same same way that uh rental car companies are just like oh well we don't yeah have well i mean to- they, yeah they've they definitely have a supply problem with their with their fleets but like they, they, but they you can, know, the other thing they know yeah. is like at disneyland you're not even getting the whole magilla anymore there's no parades there's no fireworks there's a lot yeah. of shit that they had to strip away for you know safety regulations and they're going back to full-blown prices and none of that's there the other thing is they're saying what's fucked up is that they don't even have the tram that will take you from the parking lot to the fucking park. So wait, really? You gotta walk damn near a mile to get to the park entrance. Yes. Oh, bro, that is like when you think about the heat kids shit? and like yeah. the fact that you get there, the drive there is wild. The kids are asking, you know, are, yeah, the, the famous yet, question over and over again. You get there and then walk a mile, like in triple digit weather. Oh, yeah, that's, that that's it. It sounds like a fucking scam right now. So, 
you know, I know like they're they're going to be bring back like the cheaper single day single park tickets like in August, but right now they really got people to the sword. Yeah, that's brutal. One example, right. just wait a second. Yeah, that you could. They have these weird enhancements, like premium add-ons. You can pay sixty dollars to get a better score on the Spider-Man ride. Wait, really? Like yes. officially from Disney? Yes, it's an enhancement, a sixty-dollar enhancement <sighs> on the Avengers campus. Is it worth spending an extra six? There's like articles being like, is it worth spending another sixty dollars? To just get an arbitrarily higher score, like do you? Yes, get- because on the ride, it's like you're, you know, you're doing shit, like you're shooting webs, uh, and for twenty nine dollars, you can buy a web tech power band, uh, which I guess they say increases your accuracy for the web shooting. For another twenty four ninety nine, you could get the web tech web shooter or repulsor, uh, additional upgrades, which I guess enhance like how sick with it you are with the webs it's like what are you like you're doing in-game transactions like like microtransactions from video games now in park things like this is this is too much it just like creates such a weird dystopian world where like rich kids get to be like ah, i beat you <laughs> like again like next to right. kids who like also like had to wait in line to get to this game whereas like the rich kids got to cut the line because their parents paid for like some because VIP their parents pretend to have a broken leg <laughs> well that's just shrewdness that's just being i know but that's at, just like but it's it's such it's just such a reflection of how our society is like even that right is about like these advantages that are available to people with privilege that aren't otherwise and then these kids right. growing up being like i'm sick at the spider-man game right like, nah, man right your fucking parents were over it and they paid 60 bucks so you stopped crying because you kept coming in third yep and finally uh the olympics are still happening uh that's it that's all i got (laughs) there so they're still happening and they're also so they were asked not to do this by many health experts uh not to do the olympics in general they were like yeah right uh do you have any idea uh how much money is at stake and so then the health experts last week said could we do it with no fans since fans aren't really like a huge part of like the the Olympics are very much a TV skeptical spectacle. Um, there's definitely like in person crowds, but I I feel like it wouldn't be that wild for there not to be audiences. Uh, and once again, they were like, "Come on, man! You you know we make money off of tickets, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because ca- uh, Olympics are basically like a any given country's opportunity to show what it would look like if." They went full authoritarian police state. <laughs> right, like, right, right. And that, like, and, and that's obviously, like, motivated by mo- modern police state, would obviously be motiv- motivated by capitalism and just, which is the motivation to protect capital, protect rich people uh, at all costs. And so, you know, they got to allow the 10,000 richest people in town to go to the events. So that's what they're going to do. Each event will be capped at 10,000. Uh, but then, uh, because the athletes, even though they're the whole reason anybody's there, because the athletes aren't uh, the richest people in the room, they're not uh, being treated that well. Uh, for instance, they have to eat by themselves in the Olympic Village uh, in silence uh, because, you know, you, they don't, they want to guard against COVID transmission. You can't even and watch also, the challenge clips on YouTube on your phone. Right. And then they are making it so that the crowd, those 10,000 people at an event are not allowed to shout 
or make loud noises. Um, and they have to wear masks. So they, the athletes will get the experience of like being gazed on silently by like a crowd of people. Like it's like that scene in, yeah, by masks. It's like the scene in eyes wide shut when Tom Cruise (laughs) is unmasked. That, that'll be, yeah, it's just for the, just people breathing heavy, watching people like limber up for a fucking sprint. Dry cough somewhere in the audience as you prepare to like go on. I hate trial about Japan, man. Like, I remember I went to see Real Madrid play in Japan, like an ex- exhibition game, back when Zidane and Ronaldo, like fat Brazilian Ronaldo, played on the team and Figo and all them. And David Beckham just signed. And I went with my uh, couple friends and I was turned up. Like I'd never seen Zidane in my life. Like he's one of my favorite players. I'm like, oh, this just going to be fucking lit. And I, I was in the front. I was like, yeah, I was getting all turned up. I had to be told so many times to just please sit down and please not be so loud. Uh, really? People are art. Yeah, because in Japan sometimes like they don't want everybody standing. Like if everyone's sitting, like you can't just be this dude stand. Like if everyone's sitting, you can't just be the turned yeah. up person standing. It's totally it's determined like, by like the yeah, people around you. What the vibe is like? Well, we're right. like because you're in front of people and you're big American ass. When you stand up, you're blocking the view from other persons. Like all right, fine. But it like puts such a damper on like having to you know subdue your enthusiasm at a sporting event. I'm incapable of that shit. Like that's yeah. what. I, I I live to yell at athletes, uh, and this that's been taken away. And I just don't know what if that's like them thinking that's how they're going to be clever and cut down like transmission because people aren't there's not as many particulate shits going in the air. But yeah, if that's no, I your think solution, that's what they're thinking. What a it's fucking just... L of right a, exactly a, an entire Olympics. This is right. Like the ten thousand people is not a like atmosphere thing. It's purely a rich people already paid for these tickets thing. Yeah. Um, all right. Shout out to the Olympic athletes. Hopefully, y'all are staying sane over there. Um, Again, and... this is hopefully a push to just make it one location every time. Yeah. What would would, would that be? Athens, or what? What are we thinking? I guess if you wanted to like keep it OG or whatever. Yeah. Why not? Right. Or but then the people start fighting. Like, why do they get it? And right. then like, fuck. Yeah. So stupid. Like it's right because this is just really a four-year traveling circus to sell fucking, you know, whatever the fuck you're selling that year. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, those are some of the things that are trending here on Monday afternoon. We are back tomorrow morning with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we will talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Thank you.